dated a lot of guys who are also put their problems on me because I'm like, give me all your problems. Yeah, you have. You're very open like, like that. You can come on my tits with your problems. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just to use a weird sex metaphor. Like, One, two, three, four. <laughs> hey, I'm MJ and I'm Bree. Welcome to Keeping It Casual, a sex-positive dating and relationship advice podcast. Yes, I'm married with two kids. Good, I'm navigating this crazy dating world. We're just here to share our drama and the wild stories of our listeners. Your Vegas girls are here for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, hello, good evening. Good evening, my my goddess over here in black. Oh, hello. Actually, my uh, my roommate's <laughs> mom gave me this dress. I don't even think she knows she gave me this dress. Yes. It's mine. That's hot. Yeah. No, it's perfect with your, your black witchy vibe, but... My whole motif. So, homeschool? Oh, uh, well, it's getting better because I'm, I'm, like, leaning into this flow of things, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, even though they don't have much of a flow yet, like, I'm like, okay, I'm just trying to release... I'm letting Vivi do her thing. I have to let Logan so- watch a little tea. TV. Okay, so I've got questions though. Like PE, for example. Oh my God. What are they doing? Don't PE? get the mom started. It's an uproar. Some of the moms said they're doing tests. Uh, my mom said, like, my niece is like on the floor doing push ups. Um, my daughter is listening to like fuzzy videos that like choke on and off. And last time they were troubleshooting with the parents for like a half hour. Let me just say something to parents that are doing this with their children. Ask your questions to the teacher after class or before class or earlier, because when you do it while things are going on, it's a pain in the ass for the five-year-olds trying to sit there still. So that's just my uh, parent to parent, like, please wait till afterwards. Can you be like, you know what, Vivian, don't listen to this. Let's do some yoga together during PE. I have. I've told her to turn it off. I said, we're going swimming. We're going to the park. We're going to ride bikes. Like, we're not going to sit here and do this bullshit. So okay. it's sad, but you know, it's okay. I'm kind of leaning in and I'm just like, you know, trying to make sure they're both taken care of. I can't just plop down the two-year-old in front of the TV so, and make and stare at her. I'm just like, I'm going to... Does she have music class too or is that not start till the first? She does. She has music okay. on Mondays and... Interesting. They sing songs. I was going to say, what do they do? Because like my cousin and his wife, they are both elementary school music teachers. And I was like, so obviously you're laid off until school's back in sesh, right? And they're like, no, we're doing it distantly. And I'm like, what are you going to mail them recorders like it's fucking elementary school yeah. music like no, what the fuck they're just singing songs together so oh, it's you neat. know <laughs> it, I'm sorry I'm not trying to downplay it but like it just sounds so stupid it lame. is and it's the only options we have right now so I've just accepted that mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of the people that I try not to fight the things I can't control yeah there's been a lot of that this year but yes. I'm more accepting of things so this week I'm just kind of laying back I'm like not trying to be such a super mom and I'm like alright I'm just gonna let the chips fall where they may yeah i'm gonna do my best to balance out with both of them yeah i'm gonna do it my best and i'm gonna try to put my faith yeah. in these teachers while they're wrangling our children in front of screens and can we're all trying our best here i guess so yeah we are anyways please tell me about your another fabulous getaway it wasn't really a getaway <laughs> um, <laughs> so rachel natalie and monique and i um we're all planning this like ghost adventure we're like we're gonna go up to totopah and, and go to the clown motel right, right next to the clown motel is like a graveyard so i've i have this fear of the clown motel because i'm afraid of clowns 
I don't think I've ever talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> I, did you even know I was afraid of clowns? No, I thought you loved all the weird, crazy, creepy, no, clowns scary fucking stuff. terrified me. But we get into Tonopah and it's like dinner time, and I was like, okay, well, there's the brewery, so let's go to the brewery, and like we're all in black. Of course, I was wearing like leggings and boots and like a top, but it was gonna be like 40 degrees out, so we're all in like pants and we have our leather. We did not plan to all bring black leather moto jackets. It's just hilarious what we all own, like the Ramones. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, so we walk into the brewery and there's like 10 people in there and everybody like starts staring at us. And I was like, it's like my cousin, Vinny. <laughs> it straight up was like when Joe Pesci and Melissa, to- Marissa, t- Marissa, Marissa, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mo- I said Melissa. Sorry. Marissa Tomei. So gorgeous. I fucking love her. Oh. When Joe Pesci and Marissa Tomei like get into town and everybody just stares at them because they're in their <laughs> like leathers. Like that's what it looked like. <laughs> and then so we're sitting down and we're like ordering beers and stuff. And she's like, oh, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. And Monique's like, can I have a root beer? And she's like, I don't have root beer. <laughs> we're like, and then we were like, can we have some? Tell us what you got right now. What you got. Basically, that's how I felt. I was like, Bud Light. okay, what do you have as opposed to what you don't have? Because yeah. apparently like, we ordered everything they didn't have. Yeah. And then we went to the clown motel. They, they allow you to like walk around like the lobby. There's a bunch of clown shit everywhere. Clown stuff. And so I'm talking to the like the guy at the front desk and I was like, so which room's the most haunted? He's like, oh, I'll take you guys in there. So we go. No. Mind you, as a rational person now, not a girl on a uh, having a fun time with her girlfriends, we were following a man into a hotel room. That's not safe, but whatever. There was four of you in leather jackets. I don't. I'm not worried about any of you. Yeah, that's true. We probably looked way more intimidating. <laughs> but what if he like brought us into a room? There were a bunch of dudes there to rob us or something. Like, there's always still not scared of any of you in your leather jackets. True, that's true. <laughs> not worried about you and your baby squad. <laughs> so we like go and we're like doing the ghost hunting app in there, and they're like, I pick up the word slip on the ghost hunting app and Rachel's doing this thing where it detects energies and I'm in the bathroom and the word slip comes up and the energy there's like a really bad energy that comes up in the shower and he told us somebody died in that motel room so I'm like I wonder if they slipped and fell they have the whole apps and everything you guys remind me like the poltergeist movie where they came in with the little basically that's what we were doing (laughs) so then we go to the um, we go to the graveyard and like at one grave there's a bunch of coins on it somebody asked like oh do we have to leave coins I was like yeah you have to leave coins on it to pay the ferryman the fairy man is um you know in the Oingo Boingo song when he talks about silver dollar shiny silver dollar on either right that's paying the toll to the fairy man because then he takes your soul to wherever your soul's supposed to go dead man's party yeah yeah <laughs> okay. but that's what he's talking about he's talking about the legend of the fairy man wow so the fairy man like you have to pay the toll on the dead body or the coffin or whatever so the fairy man will take your soul otherwise the fairy man just like leaves you in purgatory and I was like that's kind of fucked up I think we're gonna have to have you break down a scary story on one of our specialty shows that's soon to come for Patreon Patreon members. listeners oh. yeah I would love to tell spooky stories i think that's good okay so (laughs) then as we're like standing there talking about this the word coin pops up on the ghost app and i was like yeah i think we really need to leave some offerings and then we're like there's a coin shortage sorry you only get pennies oh my god (laughs) we're getting a lot of activity on the app and really quick it says hot boy satan and we're like that's the name of our band hot boy satan obviously yes yes i love (laughs) that and then i was like Are you telling me that I dated Satan? And then it came up with the name of the guy I was hooking up last year, and it said his name, and then the word yes. And wow. I was like, I wow. mean, I wouldn't consider him Satan, but sure, I guess. I thought that was really funny. That's funny. <laughs> okay, so what app is this? Ghost hunting app? Yes. Can you do it around your house? You know, I mean, if you want to, it's called Ghost Detector. <laughs> 
You're oh. just full of all these full. I love all the new apps Bree's throwing at us. Um, and then, <laughs> so then we went to the Mizpah Hotel, and we're just like, we we meet with the night clerk guy, and oh hey, you know we're here to ghost hunt, and he was like, yeah, I could tell. I was like, you could smell it coming off of us when we like walk through the front door, and he was like, yeah, basically. So he starts telling us about the ghosts in that hotel and whatever, and then I was like, oh, okay, cool, can we go look around? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I was like, well, where can we look around? And he's like, you can't go in the basement, and you can't go into people's rooms unless they invite you in. He's like, see you later vampires basically <laughs> you're like we already know that rule <laughs> but you i mean you know what Can't i mean if I, were to go to, if I were to go into the cosmopolitan and i was like can i just walk around the hotel part they'd be like oh, yeah. get the fuck out of here you don't have a hotel key in case people don't know where tonopon is it's like what five hours three hours three hours north of vegas on the way to tahoe yeah. so that's what you get when you stop there yeah. and then we go back down to the lounge area and there's this like drunk lady there and she's like hey i'm staying at the room where the lady in red supposedly is you guys want to come up to my room and we were like yeah <laughs> Once again, following strange people into hotel rooms, back downstairs again, and we were getting ready to leave, and there was a ghost hunting show being filmed there. Of course there was. And it's going to be on the Travel <laughs> Channel. And the- uh, Spoiler! Ca- the cameraman was like, hey, do you guys want to come into the basement with us? The basement was forbidden to us, and we were like, yes. So yeah. we signed all these waivers, and we're going to be on a show on the Travel Channel. Excellent! We will make sure to- um... I'll, I'll let you guys know once it comes up. We're going to be in the pilot episode they're filming the pilot right yeah. now so okay. Brigitte finally like made it to her ghost hunting adventure <laughs> travel channel show this is this is all come full circle oh my all right well on that of course note, and i didn't want to go well, <laughs> i would have stuck out if immediately. four girls rolled up in all black and you were supposed to go on an adventure with them you would have been like i gotta change I gotta, I, i'm like what about my white sneaks no go change i've been white sneaks like high waisted jeans like probably a fur coat if you told me it was gonna be 40 yeah, yeah. i would have no <laughs> We were all in like boots. I was in my fabletic leggings. Oh yes, those things. My last. fabletics. Those things go the distance. Yes, they do. Well, and then on that note, we're transitioning to our topic today. Yes. So okay, we we were thinking we were talking about something about like you know how when you have friends and or maybe even a relationship and all of a sudden you become their therapist. And it's like the way the way you have to set boundaries for being somebody's support versus their therapist. Yes. So have you noticed in any of your relationships that the support you offer a partner or friend goes a little too far and you are feeling more like their therapist it can be detrimental to your relationship with this person if it's treated as if you are their therapist all the time or they are your therapist all the time Mm -hmm. in the end it can lead to resentment and even a little bit of strain on yours or their emotional health yeah and i think you know it's definitely a crazy time so i think more people are feeling depressed or feeling anxiety or just they're doing things like out of the character and it's and it's really normal. So now all of a sudden you might find yourself in a relationship or even a friendship. You're like, holy shit, this is above my pay grade. I don't know how good of a friend I can be to somebody because I don't know if I can handle this without them you know this is taking an emotional toll on me too Mm -hmm. but you still want to support somebody you know so what do you do when you find a loved one in this like dark negative space you can't seem to help them cope you and and then you feel like their negative mood is starting to like take its toll on you personally so how do you continue to support them while also taking care of yourself um so here are some things to consider when dealing with the situation with a friend or a partner the little things help big hell yeah with depression the day-to-day tasks can feel overwhelming 
overwhelming, laundry, grocery shopping, paying bills. It can make it hard to know where to start. So your friend may appreciate even the effort to help, but they also might not be able to clearly say what they need help with. So instead of saying, let me know if there's anything I can do, consider saying, what do you need help with today? And that's actually a good business strategy as well. Just total side note, Mm -hmm. I was reading, learned this in a business class. Like if you go to your manager and constantly say, well, what can I help with? So much. We've got projects going on for months and stuff. Exactly. So I I like the way you said that. Just what can you, what do you most need help with today? Say, say you notice their refrigerator's empty. You can say like, can I take you grocery shopping or pick up what you need if you write me a list or let's get some groceries and cook dinner together, you know? And if your friend is behind on dishes or laundry or other household chores, offer to come over, put some music on, Mm -hmm. tackle a specific task together. Simply having company can make them feel better. And I mean, like say with your partner, even if you're living with somebody and you see them like constantly just like, "Ah, well, cooking constantly and I'm doing this and Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Especially right now, like one partner might be working, one partner might not be working and the working partner might be like, you know what? You're not working, so you should be handling dinner every night, and you should be handling this, and you should be doing all the laundry. But mm-hmm. but they're home with school and all the yeah. craziness, and you're just like, I'm not just here chilling either. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm but like, too. being at home is still a full time job, and like especially if your partner is looking for work right now. Yeah. Take it from me. Looking for a job is a full-time job. Yeah, and it's Ooh. mental. It's mentally stressful on people, yeah. too. So. so set personal boundaries. Um, have you ever been on the phone with a friend who's going through it and you can't escape it? Mm-hmm. Before you know it, it's been hours and you're emotionally <laughs> drained and you have no energy to do the things that you had planned for the day. Oh, please. All oh, the my time. God. So, like, when you begin to, like, dread a text or a chat from a friend or a phone call because you're having a great day, you got plans to keep that productivity, that positivity going maybe you got a new recipe you're gonna do or maybe you're gonna work out when you get home and you feel like if you talk to them it's gonna like totally detour you from all your plans you know kind of just burn you out and distract you um don't feel the need to like drop everything and be at their emotional beck and call and nobody says you have to call them back right away right just because they asked Mm-mm. you have priorities too and you got to conquer small goals big goals whatever you yeah. whatever you got to conquer to make your life richer moving forward in a positive way they don't come first you come first and i don't care how selfish that sounds at the end of the day we are our number ones Mm -hmm. you can't be there for somebody if you're not strong exactly and it's okay to shoot a message and say i really want to catch up house later around whatever time so at least it puts both your mind at ease so they know you are a support system but it's when you find space to be there for them i had this issue actually where a friend was like hey you want to hang out and i was like oh i'm i you know i've got this tomorrow and they were like are you blowing me off and i was (laughs) like no i'm not blowing you off i'm just letting you know i have this tomorrow like yeah and they were like, well, that one thing, like there's so many other hours in the day. And I was like, well, let me in my head when I said that, it was like, let me figure out my timing. And this friend took it as me like trying to blow him off. And then that pissed me off. I was like, motherfucker, yeah. like, don't come at me like that. Yeah. Just because we hung out last week doesn't mean like I have all the time in the day to hang out. It's like, oh. Or even if I haven't seen you in a long time, like yeah. still. Yeah. I have somebody I haven't seen in a while and we caught up and it was great. And then it was like daily text. Let me know when we can hang out again. It's mm-hmm. like, sure, I'll get back to you. And then every week it's been like, want to go swimming want to do this it's like uh, I'll let you know I now I feel a little pressure like oh my god we have to hang out but there's other people in my life I have to make space for and I have to you know so it's not personal it's no. just like we all have minimal time and time is precious you got to be mindful of your time exactly. one of the most precious things in life is your time so if you feel like someone will go on and on and on in circles with no end in sight before you before you even call them I what you could do you could set like a gentle reminder on your allotted time to chat maybe even a little timer remember even 
even a professional therapist like i'm in therapy mm-hmm. um it's usually an hour and 90 minutes max yeah protect your time <laughs> so like that's all the time we have today dude I, I mean <laughs> i do an hour therapy session i was going once a week i've cut back because i don't think i need to go once a week right yeah. now but still like and, and that's the thing is like i understand at the end of the day like depression it's not like oh it's it's 9 a.m on a thursday time to go be depressed with my therapist like yeah. i know that's not how depression works and sometimes you need to reach out to other people but it is not up to you to be everybody's therapist yeah that's the point of this episode yeah stop being everybody's therapist exactly aka Bree, stop being everybody's therapist. <laughs> well, I remember even when we met and you were like, you know, I like to distract myself from my problems yep. and I will go head in on anyone else's. Yep. And we enjoy sharing, you know, our feedback on, you know, we get a lot of advice emails or we get different yeah. feedbacks that are just kind of one-on-one DMs that we chat with people. Yeah. And it's just, it's nice to share that with people, but sometimes you have people in your life that it's just constant. And, and when it becomes somebody that's really close to you mm-hmm. and you want to feel like, fuck, man, I just want to do everything I can to make you feel better or make you happy and it's just not happening and yeah. I don't know what I can do anymore these are the kind of things yeah. um, that we're talking about at the end of the day remember we all have friends we love and care about and want to help but when it becomes too much to talk about too much on us to like fix things mm-hmm. remember it is not your job to do that it's theirs and even though it may take time for them to figure it out it builds confidence and resilience in them when they can take the steps for themselves so have confidence in them to do that Guys, we have a monster giveaway for you this month to feed your libido. Mm, Courtesy of our sexy babes at Like a Kitten, women owned and operated who strive to mainstream masturbation. They do this by supplying seasonal subscription boxes filled with sensual products and one motorized toy. And they just released their fall box back to basics. Yes. And they just launched their own line of sex toys, including the three vibrator set called the Pleasure Hunter. It's one vibrator with three different attachments, Mm -hmm. the classic rabbit delivering stimulation to both the clit and the g-spot and the twin tip which is used for clitoral or nipple stimulation or what you can do those with uh, partners who have penises you use <laughs> you take it down to the tip of the penis while giving a blowjob and just let nice. it vibrate right there between the penis and the ball yes yeah. uh, and of course the anal beads for you know and don't be intimidated this will for sure open some new pleasure vibes for you and your partner it's hubby approved keepers we are giving away one for free this month if you want in go to apple podcast search us rate us and review to enter that's right announcing the winner september 30th and once you enter you're in until you win and don't forget to swing by likeakitten.com and use code keepers20 at checkout for 20 percent off now back to the show yeah, your number one job is to be a great listener and let them know that you value their emotions. But it's important to protect your emotional strength, too, and not get caught up on saving someone. Bree. <laughs> <laughs> me? Me? Yes. <laughs> I know this. I fucking know this. Mm-hmm. Like MJ said earlier, I will take on other people's problems to not deal with my own. But I get, but guess what COVID has done? It's made me be like, bitch, realize your problems. Stop yeah. worrying about everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, let's be still with ourselves for a minute and be like, what well, do I need to work on? Exactly. And you know what? I, I I had a conversation with somebody who I've actually, a toxic person I've let go, which we'll get into. Talk about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were having a conversation and I said something like, it's not my job to be my partner's therapist. Mm -hmm. Because it's not. Right. And this person said to me, isn't it the girlfriend's job? Mm. And I said, no. No. No, 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 no. And I said, you're going to have a lot of very unhealthy and unsuccessful relationships if you think every girlfriend you have 
is supposed to be your therapist. Hell no. And you know what? It ain't sexy. Like, we have no. to see our partners at our worst. And yeah. you want to have somebody to be there for you when you need them. Mm-hmm. You know they are your security. Like, I mean, if I'm going through it, I'm going to lay it down on Chris. Yeah. Am I going to continue to do that daily? No. Maybe for a few days. Yeah. I don't know. Depends on what my snap out of my mood. But I'm going to acknowledge that to myself and be like, yeah. I can't just keep laying all this shit on him every day. Yeah, I can't exactly. just be a miserable fuck around him. Like, I need to either remove myself when yeah. I'm in that kind of mood or I need to just not share that or I'm gonna call Brie and bitch to her yeah and then if it's too much you know spread those problems around just a little bit but when you just realize all you're giving to people is negativity Mm -hmm. and all that energy and you're not finding a way like obviously people are giving you a little bit of feedback if you can't take any of that or find any value in that it's time to seek professional yeah it really is and you know what there's like if you're worried about oh I don't want to go to a therapist office right now because of everything going on in the world yeah there are so many online things you can do there's one called better help mm-hmm. that's like $75 a session but most therapists are doing things virtually right now anyway yeah so just kind of like look at your uh your benefits if you don't have benefits just you know look at better help if you can't afford it I'm sorry but some therapists do pro bono. I have a friend who's going to a therapist who's not charging her period. Yeah. So, I That's mean, you awesome. just like there's you just got to reach out and I've actually heard local colleges have a lot of free resources for therapy. Okay. Yeah. And and you know what too? We are here for you. Slide into the DMs. Feedback at keepingacasualpodcast.com. That's our email. If you want to talk about something like we're here to listen. If you burned your friends out, we yeah. got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just don't uh, be like Brie, fix my life. Because that's my, that's my, uh, that is my toxic trait. It really is. It's not toxic. It, it might be something that personally that you're like, I need to be more mindful of this. Yeah. So I'm not just sabotaging my mental health and my time yeah. but you know that's kind of what we wanted to bring up today so something Bree and I learned um, I actually learned it on that little communication app yeah. I shared last week was there's there's kind of a technique when somebody's venting you about something and maybe it's somebody else mm-hmm. and you're kind of playing devil's advocate because you want them to see the perspective of the other side they're like yeah. saying oh well you know what so-and-so has been being really bitchy because of this and I I don't know what's her problem and you're just like sitting there and you're listening you know and you're like well she has been going through this and maybe that and you're kind of like trying to show them something from another perspective Mm -hmm. but they feel hurt and betrayed by this person so in the moment they're just looking at you like you're siding with the enemy yeah it's not good i i learned more in negotiations with children that's kind of where i learned that trait Uh, but i mean children adults we all have feelings see and i'll say this from the opposite (laughs) side if i come to you and say like oh my god this person's being kind of a dick to me yeah if i'm i'd be like fuck them well see (laughs) but usually if i'm going to a friend with that it's Mm -hmm. like because I need somebody to be like, well, maybe on that perspective, maybe like they're feeling this way. That's why yeah. I will do, especially if it's a relationship thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty tight-lipped about like my relationship problems. Mm-hmm. No, till- that's good. Yeah. And if I come to you and I'm like, dude, homeboys drag racing. And I don't like the drag racing. And how do I stop the drag racing? We're podcasting, sir. <laughs> well... I'm, I'm using this as an example now. Go stunt on another day. Yeah. Yeah. But like, all they're doing is drag racing. Yeah. All day long. And I'm like, oh, but you know what? They've got to keep their energy alive. And, and they I'm just like, they're not, cool. they're not fucking me. They're just drag racing all day. And you're like, well, maybe that's what's making them happy right now. Does, I'd be like, you know what? You're right. Maybe that is what's making them happy right now. But I want it. I want to hear the devil's that's, advocacy. That's how I always am. But I realized also there's a point to where like you want to jump in and make somebody feel better. But yeah. also there's like just listening and being patient yeah. and just kind of before you say yeah she is a bitch fuck her you know you just kind of want to validate how your person's feeling yeah. well 
that is frustrating. I'm sorry you feel like that. Yeah. Is there anything I can do? Fe- Validating if feelings versus the, the other yeah, person's valid- shitty personality. I see what you're saying. Like, validate their feelings and be like, I'm so sorry that's happening to you. What can I do? Well, what do you think she's thinking? Boom. There. Then you can play devil's advocate. I like that. Yeah. And then you're giving them problem-solving strategies. So, yeah. And I think that's really important because sometimes we feel like when a person leans on us a lot for advice yeah. and support, we're like, oh, my God, they're never going to live their life unless they get all the advice and support from me. You know? I, I've been in those situations many a times with friends and with romantic partners. And it's like you get to the point where it's like, well, what about me? Mm-hmm. And I did this with my ex-boyfriend where, like, everything was always his problems, his problems, his problems. Not everything, but, like, when it came down to problems, it was always his problems his problems his problems and you felt like you had to fix them all the and time. i did but when i had problems mm. then there was a problem in the relationship because as soon as i started like not not even like problems with the relationship just like oh my god i had this terrible day oh yeah that sucks but you know what you want to know what happened in my day let me tell you about how my oh. day was 10 times worse so that mm. mm-hmm, that's that, a toxic relationship trait to be aware of yes too. it is I've, I've dealt with friends like that and that's why i was like see you later see you never over and you, you. Know what? it's okay to pause on those type of friendships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, pause can be enough to spark some needed changes yeah maybe mm-hmm. you have been so fucking supportive Supportive, mm-hmm. you become a crutch to their healing and they lean on you so much and forgot that they have the power to create change and solve life's problems on their fucking own oh so Lord. did you <laughs> <laughs> or maybe with professional help or medication yeah, 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 yeah whatever you have become their go-to they need moments where you are not available and they can learn to build some stress relief skills on their own I know I know sometimes you ever been in that thing where you like you just get into this phase where you like always like oh I'm gonna call somebody like I feel like in my my younger single days you know that was just like oh I don't like this feeling of calling somebody I just want to get rid of this feeling right away and sitting like fuck they didn't answer so what do I do maybe I'll just go for a run or maybe I'll just do some yoga and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like I'm getting myself out of my head but when you are always there for that person and you're always picking up for them mm-hmm. you're like oh god what is it today they're used to that yeah. they're not practicing anything else yep. because they've been leaning on you so much and you've been such a good friend what was that like in mean girl she's like because i'm such a good friend I it's like but you're not yeah such a good friend <laughs> you just told everybody like it's just like you're not benefiting them you're not benefiting them you're killing your mental you're, well, you're killing your own out. mental stress but also all you're doing is feeding the i, I want to say addiction mm, but yeah. that's not what it is you know it, you're, you, it's like I, it's something i learned in codependency actually i hate to compare this to addiction but you know some people are addicted to fucking drama yeah oh yeah oh my god uh, yeah 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 so i mean <laughs> it, it, the, it, the codependent will be like well you know it's just one drink they're mm-hmm. not going to be a total alcoholic all the time what's one drink going to be oh it's just one little problem which leads to their entire life's problems Mm -hmm. so don't be a healer or a fixer or a codependent no i i think and i think the biggest easier said than done yeah i think the biggest point of this is like we have friends and family and partners and all kinds of stuff and everybody's going through weird shit right now and Mm -hmm. people are changing and sometimes it's not for the better but also i think we're all going through all of this weird stuff for the first time so we have to protect our own mental sanity so if somebody is dragging you down protect yourself and have some boundaries but also worst case scenario maybe time to let that toxic friend go you know i have noticed myself over these past uh months Mm -hmm. that all this is happening is i am getting so much more like fed up with people's bullshit a lot quicker 
because I don't have to see you right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to work with you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to hang out with you. I probably can't hang out with you anyway. Like, it's just one of those things where it's like, if something's bothering me, I am quick to be like, boom, you suck for saying that. <laughs> Which normally in the past, I would take things internally and be like, well, did that bother me that much? Is that worth to talk about? Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. But I have let go a lot of a, to- a, a <laughs> lot of toxic people this year. Yeah. I'm just like, cut, cut. Cut. Bye, 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 bye. Yeah. I had somebody say something really fucking shitty to me, and I was like, you know what? I'm done with this friendship. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I totally hear that. There's, there's little things, but here's the thing. The unfortunate truth is that you may realize at this point, any value they had in the past, it, it's kind of disappeared, and it's just the way life goes. Just as you're changing for the better, like some people are changing for the worse. Yep. Whatever the reason, if a person brings nothing to value to your life other than negativity, it might be time to let them go. And not only that, but like maybe. Peace out. Peace, 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 peace. Maybe they aren't changing for the worse. Maybe this is who they've always been, but you're learning, like, I can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, and it's okay. And and that's when you, you know, you begin with that pause, and then you, you might just fade away. But yeah. sometimes you got to just be like, I can't, can't help you. I did this I with, I did this with a very, very good friend of mine. We're still very good friends, but like, I lost my job and this person was not there for me and I needed people there for me. Uh-huh. And I mean, yes, they were dealing with their own depression, but like, I had been there for this person constantly. Constantly. Mm-hmm. And then they messaged me like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. I'm going on a date. I need advice. And I was like, you know, I can't give you any advice right now. You, you've been a really shitty friend to me. And ever since I said that, everything's been great. <laughs> you point out the problem. <laughs> who, who would have thought? <laughs> well, and when yeah. you really love them and you really appreciate them, it's OK to be like, bitch, I'm not feeling this right now. Like, where were you when I went through the hardest time of my life yeah. this year? I don't feel like walking you through your date tonight. Yeah. Like, I need help. Like, I needed you to answer the phone when I called and yeah. not be busy. And, you know, there's a balance in all all relationships. Yeah. And when you feel like it's off and you're giving too much, then ease back. Give a little less. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, you know, a little bit of game playing, but yes. we got to protect our emotional sanity, especially at this time. Yes. And we can't save all of our people getting crazy right now no. because everybody's going a little mad right now. We're all a little mad sometimes. <laughs> Norman Bates. Um, sometimes, you know, it's okay to call out people being toxic to you. Mm-hmm. It might end the relationship or it might change it for the better or it might, you guys just might back off of each other. Yeah. I had a situation with a friend where she said something really shitty, not towards me, but it was something that really fucking hurt my feelings and when I called her out on it she decided she was gonna back off of the friendship because in her mind she was mad at me for saying something to her Mm -hmm. even though she said the original shitty thing yeah some people don't like being confronted or they don't see their fault and it's you know sometimes people don't always agree on those things but if you value somebody's friendship I mean fuck look I'm married you know it's like uh, he doesn't like something I'm doing. He's going to call me out on it. Yeah. I don't like something. I'm going to call him out on it. It's like, well, like it or not, I'm not going to deal with this. So, so here's the problem. What's so funny is we don't always agree on it's, it's tr- a problem. Yeah. <laughs> what's so funny is like we're, we're prepping this episode. We're talking to Chris and she goes, Chris, who do you talk to when you have problems? He goes, I don't have problems. <laughs> we're like, oh, must be nice to live your life. <laughs> this boy is a trap door. He's Chris is not a very verbal communicator. No. He's no. more of like more of an emotional communicator. I can yeah. know. I know when you know means. when there's something wrong but like i just, do he's yeah he's not a verbal guy so she was like well do you talk to you know she's naming off some of his best friends he's like do you ever see me call them and she goes no he, really. he like made it fun he's like do i not call and be like hey man i really need to hash this out are you <laughs> yeah. around to talk i was <laughs> he like did. <laughs> he did say it that way like, shut up <laughs> 
But I fucking love good deep conversations. Yeah, you know, this is so healing and fun. Opposites attract. <laughs> it does. Find a balance, you know. I'm more emotionally like Chris. I mean, I'll talk it out sometimes, but like if I'm really upset, like nobody knows. I gotta process for yeah, a second. Yeah. And then I'll snap. Yeah. And when I snap, then you know, like, oh my god, it's gone really far <laughs> with Brie. Something has happened. But um, yeah. So I, like, I'm a, I'm an emotional processor, and then if I say something, mm-hmm. then then have I decided like, okay, I need to say something. Yes. Yeah. I don't think, and, and I've dated a lot of guys who are more emotionally like Chris, but also put their problems on me because I'm like, give me all your problems. Yeah, you have. You're very open I'm like, like that. You can come on my tits with your problems you know what i mean like <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i just to use a weird sex metaphor like i, I loved it though it was <laughs> well i think that's what you have this genuine nature of like this is why you're just so lovable you're so open you're mm-hmm. so easy to communicate with you're just so easy to talk to i mean i i had something the other day and i was reading something it was like who do you lean on a lot emotionally mm-hmm. and i was thinking like fuck man probably brie like yeah. when i really got something i want to yeah. talk about like i kind of run it past her but i'm not burying yeah. her Hurting my shit every week, no, you know, she's not. and that's the kind of person and relationship we're talking yeah. about today because people can tend to do this, and if they're worth to, it, to the point know. where you're like, when you see that person's texting you, you're like, oh god, do I want to even read it, dude? I had this happen the other night, and I was like, oh, I'm not answering that right now. I don't have time for that. And then they Facebook called me, and I was like, I'm not. Now I was like, oh god, is it urgent? And then I'm like, but I still can't. I can't answer it right now. I know it's bubble bath time. No, I. I can't yeah. get caught up in somebody's bullshit when I have immediate priorities right now. So I did make time to call them back mm-hmm. and chat with them. But I also made I made myself aware of what time it was. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm not getting sucked into hours hour and rando. I, I have to like be wary of the clock and be yeah. when that time comes and be like, okay, well, I have things going on. And that's always been hard for me to like set that boundary with yeah. friends because I just want to go all in. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah. I, I want to be there for them. But I also also know that like that's come with being getting older just being like i have to pull back mine's come with lots of therapy to be like (laughs) bitch like seriously like this is something my therapist and i have talked about for a very long time where it's like okay but why do other people's problem why do other people come to you with all their problems and i'm like because i allow them to (laughs) why aren't you setting boundaries because i feel bad well why do you feel bad because i can help them yeah i actually did have a psychic tell me once that i was a healer in a past life and i do kind of like feel like i believe it i believe that one well here's the thing brie you're not i think all of that is good yeah and all of that is fine yeah. but it is setting a little bit of boundary for yourself and your emotional oh, yeah. health you, you know? know what's great it's what it i realized setting boundaries is one of the most amazing things ever it's a new thing it's, it's a, a new, new thing lean in guys we're all setting boundaries so my savage year was 2020 and i am setting all the boundaries and i've been doing it yes <laughs> if 2020 could name themselves they would call it savage (laughs) 2020 was like this year i'm fucking savage and that's what i did anyway god moral of the story everybody is set boundaries put yourself first and you're not being selfish for putting yourself first no love your friends and um you know show respect through this don't be that person that's constantly like everything's wrong in my life don't don't be that don't be that guy we're here for you once you've slid into everybody's dms and uh and they won't answer your calls anymore you can slide into ours okay so (laughs) that's just a realization to have yes it is all right until (laughs) next time Bye. bye 
Oh, good times. We hope you related. If so, let us feature you. Email us at feedback at keepingitcasualpodcast.com or show you're a keeper on Facebook. Like the Keeping It Casual page and join the group. Yes, bonus. If you rate and review on Apple Podcasts, you get into our monthly Keeping It Casual swag giveaway. It's the last Wednesday of every month. More hookups when you share us on your Instagram stories mm-hmm. at Keeping It Casual Podcast. That's right. Find me anywhere socially at MJ Radio Diva. And I'm everywhere at Bremixed. B-R-E-E-M-I-X-E-D. Keep it casual. Bye.